Hi there, and welcome to In My Words, Jumo's podcast series that brings the experiences of real patients directly to you. At Jumo, we provide resources for children and families to understand, manage, and own their health. Sign up for free at jumohealth.com. In my words, the way I feel about having an immunotherapy side effect is that it's quickly dealt with. It's resolved. Hi listeners, Alyssa here and welcome to our lung cancer mini-series. Today's topic, immunotherapy side effects. With us once again is Valerie Davis, who you just heard. Valerie is from Australia and was diagnosed with lung cancer in October 2018. With the help of her doctor and healthcare team, Valerie was quickly enrolled in a clinical trial in which she received a combination of two immunotherapies together with chemotherapy. Later in the episode, we will hear Valerie describe what it was like for her to experience side effects while on treatment and how well her treatment has worked for her. Also joining us once again is Dr. Timothy Clay, medical oncologist at St. John of God Hospital in Subiaco in Western Australia. In the cancer treatment episode of this mini-series, we heard Dr. Clay talk about what immunotherapy is and how it helps restore the immune system so the body can better fight lung cancer. If you haven't already, be sure to have a listen to that episode. Now, on to side effects. Dr. Clay explained. When we prescribe a cancer treatment for a patient, we want that treatment to work really well, but not to cause a side effect. A side effect is a known complication of a treatment that occurs because the drug has an unwanted effect in a different part of the body. Because immunotherapy works differently to chemotherapy to eliminate cancer, the side effects a person may experience may also differ between these treatments. Chemotherapy is well known for its side effects in the community, including the risks of suppressing the immune system, of causing chemotherapy-related infections, problems with the gut like nausea and vomiting, and hair loss. Immune-related side effects are different because they occur due to the immune system attacking a normal part of the body. As Dr. Clay told us in our last episode, immunotherapy is designed to reinvigorate an exhausted immune system so the immune system can attack the cancer. In some people, though, this may cause so-called immune-related side effects or immunotherapy side effects. Our immune system is found in every part of our body. Immunotherapy side effects therefore can affect any particular system. So we asked, what are some of the most common immune-related side effects with immunotherapy? There are some side effects that we get patients to watch out for because they are ones that they can report to us and we can intervene on. The most common side effect that we're looking out for is immune-related diarrhoea, and this may start as either larger bowel actions than normal or more frequent bowel actions than normal or loose bowel actions. We can also see problems with blood or mucus in the stool or with abdominal pain. Skin problems, including itchy rashes, can occur. While typically rare, severe immune-related side effects are possible. We know from research studies that severe side effects are not too common with PD-1 inhibition, but are a bit more common with the combination of PD-1 inhibition and CTLA-4 inhibition. When an oncologist counsels their patient, it's important that they are warned so that if they develop a side effect, they know when to call up and seek attention. But it's also important that patients are not fearful of side effects and that is because we're treating their underlying cancer and trying to provide long-term disease control. 
we asked Dr. Clay how a person is expected to know what to look out for when it comes to side effects. Your doctor will talk to you about what treatment or treatments are best for your cancer. As part of this conversation, they'll also talk to you about the potential side effects that can occur from treatment. There is a process of education where the doctor will go through what can happen, when it can happen, and what to do. Often this process is also covered by one of the oncology nurses or the oncology pharmacist. And don't worry, you won't need to take in all the information at once. We talk to you about it multiple times so that you're confident to know what side effects can occur and when to get in touch. Your doctor or nurse may also provide you with a handout that documents these side effects so that you have some written information. As part of this education process, your healthcare team will tell you who to contact if you have questions or feel unwell during your treatment. Each centre will have a specific process for who to call if you have a problem, and that may be through an on-call phone number or through presentation to an area such as an emergency department. One of the reasons Valerie joined us on the podcast was to talk about her experience with side effects. To put what she told us next in perspective, Valerie's first two treatments were a combination of two immunotherapies and chemotherapy, and she had these in November and December 2018. In January 2019, as part of the clinical trial plan, she stopped the chemotherapy and continued only on the two immunotherapies. Her first side effect happened at the start of her treatment. I was receiving treatment and I had severe back spasms. I pressed the help button because it was very painful. The treatment was stopped immediately. Professor Feeney was contacted. He checked the protocols of the trial. Professor Feeney is Valerie's oncologist and oversaw her treatment while she was on the clinical trial. And basically what happened after that is that instead of the drug being administered over half an hour, it was administered over one hour. This resolved the back spasms. About 10 months after starting her treatment, in August 2019, Valerie felt quite unwell. She had no appetite and was very lethargic. She knew something was wrong and rang her oncologist. We talked about the situation, what were my symptoms, he made the assessment, the call to admit me to hospital, further tests, and so it was dealt with really within a few days. Valerie spent five days in the hospital. The doctors worked out that the problem was with her pituitary gland, which was not secreting cortisol. Valerie was given medication and the side effect quickly managed. She now sees an endocrinologist every six months. Really, just for a test, see that everything's okay. It may be that a specialist is needed to help manage a side effect. Sometimes when immune problems are complicated, we may ask for another specialist to be involved to help us diagnose and treat the immune problem. For example, if you have inflammation of your lungs, we may get a respiratory specialist, of your bowel or your liver, a gastroenterologist, or of your nervous system, a neurologist. The third and most serious side effect Valerie experienced while on her treatment was pancreatitis. There were two attacks of pancreatitis. Valerie told us about the first. I didn't really know what was happening. It was just like a dull back pain. And I put it down to vacuuming. I put it down to gardening. I put it down to all sorts of things. But then when I mentioned it to Professor Feeney, and he could see the results of my blood tests, one of the tests that was done, he made that call that it was pancreatitis. 
Then when Valerie had her second attack of pancreatitis, her doctor, Professor Feeney, had to make an important decision. And I think the second time, I'm just trying to think of the timeline, probably early 2020, I think last year, that was when it was decided, he decided that I could no longer continue on the trial and with immunotherapy. He said the pancreatitis was just too dangerous an issue to risk that happening again. Pancreatitis is when the pancreas becomes inflamed. If left untreated, it can cause serious complications. So Valerie's doctor stopped her immunotherapy. But look, if I can say, and I know side effects are always thought of in a negative sense, and they were negative, of course they were, they were quite dangerous. But in the April of 2019, after six months of treatment, we received the best possible news. The immunotherapy had shrunk my tumour 70%, which was simply amazing. And I remember that day very clearly. Professor Feeney, he wasn't even in his rooms. He was outside. We were waiting and he walked past and he just looked at me and he said, you have 70% shrinkage. And I remember the three of us looking at each other thinking, did he say seven, 70, 17? And so, you know, immediately we got into his rooms, that was clarified, and the tumour had shrunk by 70%. It was an amazing day and a success as far as I'm concerned for immunotherapy, the trial, it was incredible. And it really didn't look back after that. The tumour continued to shrink ever so slightly, but it was shrinking. While Valerie experienced immune-related side effects on immunotherapy, her cancer responded very well to her treatment. As we heard Valerie say earlier, when she felt unwell on her treatment, she did not hesitate to contact her doctor. This is important because you may not realise when you are having a side effect. If you feel unwell or that something is not quite right, it's best to follow up with your healthcare team right away. If you think you're experiencing a side effect, it is important to discuss it with your healthcare practitioner. Sometimes side effects can get worse over time and can lead to long-term harm. We generally want to know about side effects early so that we can make decisions on how to manage them and resolve them. If a side effect is managed early, it allows us to safely keep you on treatment for longer and keep your cancer controlled. However, if a side effect is left for too long or becomes too severe, it can have implications for your further treatment. You should not be embarrassed to contact your healthcare practitioner if you're concerned. We would rather that you call early for a small problem than calling late for a big one. With the side effects Valerie talked about, her back spasms happened early on, while the pituitary gland issue and her pancreatitis came about a year later during her treatment with immunotherapy. Chemotherapy side effects are generally predictable in their timing and relate to when the drug goes into the system, when it has its effects on normal cells, and how long those normal effects take to recover. With immunotherapy, the timing and the severity of side effects is unpredictable, and that's because the immune system is a biological system that we're altering or manipulating. Occasionally, people can have immune side effects from as early as the first dose of treatment. Sometimes the immune side effects can come after many months or sometimes a year or two on treatment. So it's important to remain vigilant. 
That being said, immune side effects are generally not as troublesome to patients as chemotherapy side effects. So what strategies do doctors use to identify side effects? One is patient review. Your doctor, nurse or pharmacist will talk with you before the treatment is commenced. They will ask you about what you've experienced on treatment and you can be honest with them about the issues or the problems that have arisen. The healthcare practitioner will also ask you direct questions looking for specific problems that are of concern. For example, if you're coming for immunotherapy, we will frequently ask you about whether or not you've had diarrhoea or stomach discomfort as a sign that you might have problems relating to your bowel. The next way that we look out for side effects is with monitoring, and most frequently this is done through blood tests. A healthcare team will quickly try to identify the side effect so that it can be promptly treated and resolved. For people who might be concerned about treatment and side effects, know that those feelings are perfectly normal. It can be quite confronting to get a diagnosis of cancer. It is the job of your healthcare team to work out how best to treat you. Patients may be scared about the potential for side effects. Rest assured the healthcare team should be there to explain what the potential complications are, how they may be detected and how they may be managed. At the end of the day, cancer is a serious condition and although the treatments carry potential side effects, they are designed to make you better. Reflecting on her cancer path, immunotherapy and having had side effects on treatment, Valerie shared her own advice. I just feel that your side effects are obviously looked on in a a very negative point of view and of course they are, but just be mindful of the big picture and the big picture is that yes, we go through the side effects deal with them and further down the track there's that wonderful revelation that the treatment's working. We just have to get through that and I guess that's an individual approach as to how you deal with the side effects. And look, certainly, you know, I I wasn't well. Maybe I didn't go to yoga that week. That would have upset me. But I just dealt with it. We dealt with it as each situation arose, and always I tried to be mindful of the end result, and that's what we were striving for, the end result, that shrinkage, and that's what it's all about, basically. With the big picture in mind, Valerie has a pragmatic view of her side effects. So I had two major side effects out of all the possibilities, and I just took it as part of the treatment, part of the process, and part of the procedure. It was dealt with, and we moved on from there. If you take anything away from our chats with Dr. Clay and Valerie, let it be a message of don't be afraid to speak to your healthcare team. In this podcast, we've spent a lot of time talking about treatments and side effects. Side effects can be scary for patients, but so can cancer. I started training in cancer medicine in 2010. At that time, many of my patients would succumb to their underlying cancers as all we really had available was chemotherapy. The advent of immunotherapy has changed the story for thousands of people across the world with lung cancer. We now dare to dream that our patients will be five-year survivors and will go back to living a normal life. Your oncologist should be able to guide you through the stresses of having a cancer diagnosis and to help you decide what treatment is right for you.
As for Valerie's lung cancer? At this point in time, my lung cancer issue is really not an issue. The tumour has shrunk to the extent that it's very small, it's inactive. Professor Feeney has said to me he believes the cells are dead. It's not going anywhere. It's not doing anything. So we've ticked that off, really. I'm done with that. Thank you, Valerie, for sharing your amazing story with us. And thank you, Dr. Clay, for helping our listeners gain a better understanding of immunotherapy and what to expect when it comes to side effects. Join us for the next two episodes in this mini-series on lung cancer when Terry Byrne and Michael Eitel, two inspirational people living with lung cancer, share their stories with us. We also have a special guest for those episodes, Nicole Parkinson, a wonderfully compassionate support nurse from Lung Foundation Australia. See you next time. This episode was created using excerpts from our interviews with Valerie Davis and Dr. Timothy Clay. This episode has been kindly supported by Lung Foundation Australia and sponsored by Bristol Myers Squibb. Thanks for listening. Interested in hearing something special or want us to help share your story? Reach out to us. We'd love to hear from you. See you next time. The health information contained in this podcast is provided for educational purposes only and is not intended to replace discussions with a healthcare provider. In My Words is produced in New York City and distributed worldwide. In My Words, a Jumo production.